So Tony and I went to Burger King last night for dinner. And since he was working, I drove and picked it up. And the line for the drive-thru was all the way out onto the street. Jesus. Yeah. We went to McDonald's Day for like an early lunch. And I swear, like, it curved like around the side, out through the parking lot, back up all the way out to the street. It's like everywhere is going crazy recently. Yeah. Sweet Jeebus. Our generation doesn't know how to cook. Well, <laughs> we do, but, or at least I do, but I, we just chose to eat junk. <laughs> we're all too lazy to do it. We don't want to. <laughs> we're tired from work. We're done. We, we're, we're depressed looking at our small apartments with our huge rents, yeah. and we just don't want to deal. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Well, happy Sunday, everybody. <laughs> 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 Should we uh, get this party started? Sure. I Let's guess I'll put it started in here. Mm-hmm. My nachos are already soggy as it is. I'll just put them away. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Right. You just mute if if you're going to like crunch while we're talking. Will like do. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, guys, it's it's a Sunday. I should do this properly. <clears throat> it is Sunday night, and this is the Getting Off Topic podcast. Only on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Truckosaurus. What's up, guys? We got Todd here. We got we got Andrew in the house. We got Meg knitting. <laughs> It's not knitting, sir. Crocheting. Crocheting. There's a difference. Crocheting. Okay, so knitting uses the two long needles. Stabbing the face with a (laughs) Giant ice pick thing. And then crocheting uses like the one singular hook. You hook. Okay. But what I'm actually doing right now is I'm sewing in my ends. Which means all these little scraggly bits that have been left over, I have to sew them all in. With a needle. With a <laughs> tiny little needle. So for the listeners who can't see anything happening, it's she <laughs> crochets these uh, little squares, which then she all knits all those together. I crochet them all together. Crochets them all together. <laughs> Crochettes them all together. <laughs> Why is there a T in that word? Is... Crochet? Or... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crochet? <laughs> All the little squares because it's that. French, so it has to have an extra syllable in there. Yeah, so she makes all these little fancy squares with patterns in them, and then puts them all together, and then they become a blanket. Yes, yes. There but because go. I'm doing a lot of color changes, that means I have a bunch of scraggly little yarn bits that I have to hide within the crochet. What's funny is how Meg's favorite pastime is doing these like. Uh, seemingly wholesome grandma-like activities while watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, so, longest running running sitcom now. It's there yes. for a reason. So there's like loud oh. depravity just blasting <laughs> on the TV for the, hours on end. In our- the reason why I watch Always Sunny <laughs> is because you don't actually have to watch that show because really all it is is a bunch of people yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. So all I have to do is listen to it. There you go. It's either, it that or, it's either that or Springer, which is that show 
That's got to be done by now. Right? I have no idea. I don't think it's still on. Yeah, I'm sure there's reruns on some deep cable channel. Yeah, or an equivalent now that's you know like it enough, probably. <laughs> some other fix you can get for people arguing over nothing. Yeah, yeah that's the Steve re- Wilco show. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that's called every reality show, show ever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fun stuff. Well, what has happened in the last two weeks? We uh, we had our first D and D session. We did yeah. session zero in the books. Yes, we did, We didn't implode. We figured out ish how the mechanics at least. <laughs> yeah, you guys were pretty good about. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. You guys were pretty good about uh, being familiar with your classes to start, so uh, you knew kind of what to do and what you were going with. Yay! I think it worked really well. Yeah, it was fun. Really enjoyed it. Now comes the true challenge: getting a getting adult people together (laughs) on a regular basis. (laughs) This is the one thing that worried me once we got up to six: is uh, finding dates that'll actually work for two married couples, uh, another married person that has children and another person that I don't know his marital status of. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So if we meet once a month, I think we'll be lucky. Yeah. Well, I think tentatively now it's what the end of the month, the 27th, yeah, the end of the month, yeah. 27th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. Um, I think we only just have one person. Is it Tim who couldn't make it? Yeah. Tim unfortunately is uh, headed to Zion national park. Lucky okay. bastard. So we will uh, be dragging his lifeless body around in like a. So typically, in, basis. <laughs> in these cases, we have like one of the players play it. Uh, one of the other players should play the the absent person's character, but I think I'll play his character since uh, you guys are fairly new and have enough to worry about on your own. Okay, that seems yeah. the fairest way to go about it. Anyway, let the the DM <clears throat> fill in. So. Yeah. Cool. And I think that that'll be the if we can't meet once a month with the full group, I think that'll be the the going forward way to to play is um, one person down is okay, two people down is kind of stretching it, but uh, we want to we want to meet at least once a month, otherwise everybody's interest will start to fade and yeah, all that good kind of stuff. Forgets about the campaign. <laughs> yeah, it becomes Game of Thrones. Like, wait, where did the story leave off two years yeah. ago? <laughs> exactly. Unless somebody <laughs> or in the completely bow out and then we just kill him yeah <laughs> he sacrifices himself for the good of the group yeah or they could just say hey i'm gonna be a npc every now and again and i'll show up like once every six months or yeah. something oh that works too yeah, yeah. we love what i remember that first attempt that me and you todd and the the guys from san diego attempted to do that that was the the campaign where i got super bored and oh yeah you were early. done like I, on like this by the second night you were just like bored <laughs> I, like I reading was, a book or something yeah i think officially you guys said yeah we left you in the tavern drinking and never saw you again <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> pretty much uh yeah anyway uh so what's been going on what you guys what you doing what you watching what are you, what are you playing uh i have been just mainlining critical role like usual um both uh, campaign two and three, I'm kind of watching at the same time. T- campaign two is uh, is done. It's been done since middle of last year. So I've got all of that to catch up. I think I'm 
fuck, I think I'm almost halfway through finally. And I'm on episode 75 or 76 and that's halfway through. And these are like four hour episodes. Jesus. Wow. How do yeah. you have, I mean, that's what I watch I, while I know I'm at why work. you have that much time, but physically has that, is that possible for you to, to watch that much in, in this short of time? Yeah, because I mean, it's on my TV when I'm at work. So I work eight hours so I can get through two episodes and and a shift. And then not only that, there is now also, which I highly recommend to everybody, not just D&D fans, not just anime fans, not just just fans of adult animation in general and fantasy stuff. Mm -hmm. They have a new uh, animated show on Amazon Prime called The Legend of Vox Machina. Yes. Uh, this takes place during their first campaign. So the very beginning of their first campaign and a little bit before they actually started uh, live broadcasting it. Um, some of the, the stuff is from a little bit before, but uh, it is super fun, super funny, well animated and well voice acted. And they have a huge cast of uh, I, th- I think we've talked about this on the past yeah, pod- yeah. podcast but they have a few a huge cast of voice actors on it that are really amazing yeah and it also david Tennant is in the first like two episodes so it's fucking amazing <laughs> were you saying oh just no yeah the, the animation style seems very cool and i've heard nothing good but like uh, good reviews of it so that's one another one on my list to put on so yeah i haven't checked it out yet but todd's raved about it every other day so um, it's (laughs) it's not i i I, if the the only other thing that i've like raved this much about recently has been arcane and arcane is just art it's just purely art such a good show yeah so good this is just like fun like the equivalent amount of art that arcane is that's how much fun that critical role is i wouldn't say it's art but it's fun (laughs) lowbrow art it's low i mean there's dick fart sex <laughs> like there's there's all kinds of jokes there's nudity there's dick vomiting buttons. there's dick butts yes uh high class stuff that uh, yeah. high class people like us enjoy yeah, it's a mummified troll dick <laughs> well don't spoil everything for us now no yeah that'll probably be um that can probably be our, our new uh like half hour before bed show or something. I'm assuming it's a half hour. Yeah. Half hour episodes. There's six out, uh, six out so far. And I think uh, six more to come and they're releasing three every week. So like if you started now, half hour episodes by the, by the time you caught up uh, the last final episodes, it'd be out. Yeah. Yeah. That'll probably be our next uh, before bed show. We just, we just finished before you joined Todd. Um, uh, Andrew and I were talking about. Uh, <laughs> have you heard of Centaur World? Yeah, Andrew's been championing this for a couple of times. Oh, he, he was. Yeah, on the last part. That's right. Um, yeah, it's wow. <laughs> so Meg and I finally took the plunge, and it's super fast. It's like two short seasons, and it's a complete story. Like that's it. Just two seasons, and it's done. Um, how do we even begin to describe? <laughs> <laughs> uh it in fact it's hilarious because when we were watching the first couple episodes and i was doing uh just quick google searches one of the top google searches if you just type in centaur world is what the hell is centaur world <laughs> <laughs> and um kind of okay kind of similar vein of like adventure time like on the surface 
it's just nonsensical, childish, cartoony, batshit craziness. Um, I would say even more so in Centaur World. In fact, it was so like the it took me a while to warm up to it because it felt like too. It's a little over the top. Yeah, it's very, very over the top. Very over the top. (laughs) They sing in every episode, and it just it seems more childish yes for, in the yeah. sense of for younger children yeah but then you start to a couple of episodes and you start to get the feel of oh okay they are pointing out how absurd they are because there are characters who are more grounded who are like what the hell is wrong with you people and it's it's got a good cynicism to it and sarcastic snarky humor and then once the rest of the story unfolds you know there's this dark underbelly it's like a a really good like dark fantasy tale um and yeah it was really good stuff um and there's uh ba- the super basic premise without giving too much away um you start off in a kind of a, a desolate landscape kind of like we just walked into mordor sort of thing with uh this young soldier and her hor- her war horse basically and they're kicking ass they have they're fighting this like these like minotaur like creatures these foot soldiers or whatever mm-hmm. um and but then it looks like they're about to die in battle and then whoosh the the horse wakes up in this alternate universe which is centaur world and that's you go from like dark depressing like lord of the rings type fantasy world to i just stepped on the set of teletubbies (laughs) (laughs) and like bizarre creatures singing and dancing and making no sense and this horse oh yeah and then the horse suddenly can talk and is freaking out like I'm a horse. How am I talking? What the hell is happening? Yeah. And then it becomes her journey to get back to her owner, her, her writer, and, the writer uh, yeah. back to her world. Yeah. And it just goes from there. And there's a big, awesome, like evil, big, bad to fight. And there's, a, I was telling Andrew just before we started recording, um, when you first learn about the big, bad thing, there's this creepy like lullaby song that plays about how it's going to watch the light go out in your eyes while it kills you. And, and oh, that, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like this, it's such an unexpected show because on the surface, again, it just pummels you with the stupidest, ridiculous over the top shit. And then there's this crazy darkness go, Oh damn. <laughs> and it was keeping us up at night. Next said, like I couldn't, I was trying to go to sleep last night and I was hearing that damn song in my head over and over. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Highly recommend Centaur World. Um, Yay. Uh, another, actually another creepy one that we're watching actually straight up creepy archive 81. Have you seen anything about that at all? Shannon and I watched the first episode and we're pretty intrigued. It seems really cool. We just haven't gone back and watched any more, but I'm curious to see where that show goes just off that first episode and where else it, you know, what they want to do with it. So, yeah, I'm liking it a lot. Um, It's very head trippy. Like we're a few episodes in and we still don't quite know what's going on. Yeah. There's a lot of mysteries they're throwing out there that, I mean, I don't want to say anything, give stuff away, but there's a lot of like, spooky genre tropes they're kind of throwing everything at the wall sort of at the same time so i'm not sure quite which direction it's going to go but but it's good i mean even the even the the opening credits meg's like can you skip that it's really creepy yeah. <laughs> just because it's all like the the it's all just visceral images glitchy vhs yeah. and some creepy music just ethereal like ghosty paranormal stuff going um yeah that shit disturbs me yeah yeah, that one's good. Um, 
how about you, Andrew? Any anything else you're uh, watching or playing or? Um, I just got through playing through the original PS4 Spider-Man game. I got that forever ago and finally just wanted to give it a go, especially after the most recent film. You know, it's like really in the Spider-Man mood. And that way, you know, with me actually getting my PlayStation 5 woo, for Christmas, I can go through and play the Miles Morales after that, because I think the next game that's going to have, I think, both Craven and Venom, fingers crossed, should be out later this year. Yeah, I think it's released November like or something like that. Holiday season this year. Yeah, so that would be very cool. Um, is that one making the jump to just PS5 now, or is it going to be PS4 and PS5? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if they still do it retroactively on both, just with the availability of systems still. Like, yeah, yeah. we're right on that cusp of yeah. uh, the chip shortage, and with all the scalpers out there, it's still just not where I think everyone wants it to be. So uh, I can I see s- them still going on past generations fucking scalpers i saw a photo on reddit the other day that it was just it was literally a minivan full of fucking ps5s and a guy with like a stack of them outside the minivan yeah and those people deserve the death penalty just <laughs> garbage just straight to death penalty <sighs> but as for watching but no uh, force them to uh give them a life sentence on gamestop like customer support yeah that's worse than the death penalty okay yeah. uh, um, as for what <laughs> as for watching i got super hooked on peacemaker that just like yes. I, from the, the first scene of when he's in you know trying to escape to the opening dance intro i was like yes i'm I'm all in on this one. And then it only has gotten better. Yeah. Vigilante is like my favorite character on there. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. so freaking fun. And it's just like a weird kind of, again, so James Gunn, it just is in the best way. So mm. uh, there only, I think two more episodes this season. I'm really curious on what they're going to, if they're going to end it with the possibility for more. I hope so. Cause I think there's, you know, some cool uh, movement those characters could do. So yeah, yeah. I think the, I think I saw an article last week, James Gunn was interviewed and he said that a season two is likely Um, the way they kind of word it. It sounded like this season will probably have a definitive, like the story will have a solid ending to it. But he said with the, the rave reviews and how well it's performing that a season two is likely going to happen and possibly even well, he's in talks of maybe launching another suicide squad spinoff. Yeah, and John Cena has been looking for his exit from wrestling for years now, so this would give him the perfect opportunity to uh, full-time movie career transition. Does he still wrestle? He's been doing movies for a while now. He wrestles uh, part-time, I would say. Like he's still the biggest name in the company at the moment, but like he, I mean, I don't really watch or follow wrestling, but he still comes back. I see the headlines every now and again. He still comes back every couple of months and does a two or three months run. Like the pay-per-view events or stuff too, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, yeah. Royals and stuff makes an appearance, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's similar to Dwayne Johnson. He came back for like years every now and again just to pop well, his head in. He was gone for a long time. Like he really tried to distance himself from wrestling. Um, yeah. That and I think he had problems with Vince. Uh, 
Vince McMahon, the owner of uh, WWE and Creative Control. Um, he was gone for, and this was when I was actively watching wrestling a lot. He was gone for five years, like no mention of wrestling for like five or six years. And for retired wrestlers, that's like a huge deal because like their bread and butter is coming back for that paycheck, that, that, that big appearance fee to, to come back for one special event or whatever have you. Um, but yeah, he was point, like, he didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't need it at that point. Yeah. He was becoming a giant mega movie star. So <laughs> had that Scorpion King money. <laughs> <laughs> well, a joke, but that was a huge paycheck for him. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Well, I think I mean, with him at this point, more people know him from his movie career than they do his wrestling career. Yeah, probably. Depends on the age. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you're, if you're our age, you probably know him from wrestling. If you're younger, you know him from movies. But yeah, well, his target audience never, now is probably closer to just movie roles, honestly. So, well, yeah, never having watched wrestling, like I never had seen him wrestle, but I knew that he did wrestling. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I wasn't really into it, but I, my friend group, like a bunch of them were into it. And I like, I mean, we spent whole summers on, on N64. What was it? WCW versus NWO. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. That was yeah. that was probably the third best game on that system. Oh yeah. It was it was uh GoldenEye, then uh NFL Blitz, and then mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. And Mario Kart 64. And Mario Kart, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's a random bit. I didn't have this in my uh little list of topics but I, I thought i saw a headline last week that the n64 games have been much improved on the switch now like i'm not gonna pay an extra 10 bucks a month for yeah, a handful but... of uh, shitty n64 <laughs> games and super mario n64 okay well for anyone who is shelling out the cash there you go supposedly they're actually playable now <laughs> okay. uh, yeah um but yeah so peacemaker loving the hell out of that todd if you haven't started that you got to get on it's, that. It's on the list. Yeah. Meg, have you picked up the uh, new Pokemon game yet? No, I still haven't even finished uh, Shield and Sword yet. Oh, yeah. Is that okay. uh, Arceus? Arceus? Yeah, Poke- Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arcturus or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but... Uh, I think it's Arceus. Arceus, yeah. I think so. It's place like way back when, like the early days of Pokemon hunting or whatever. Yeah, it takes place literally at the at the beginning. Um when they just barely developed Pokeballs and learned that they could capture Pokemon. So uh, you literally make Pokeballs by smashing an acorn and a rock together. That's, that's a Pokeball. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, it's pretty damn fun. Um, the visuals are kind of on the lower end of things. Like for a Switch game, and this has been in development for four or five years now, and, and it's on a Switch with that, proven that they can do pretty decent visuals especially with like zelda on its in zelda was a release title and it looks pretty damn good um the scenery looks bland and generic and polygonish uh the pokemon are a little more polished but not quite as good as they could have been not as nice as they were in sword and shield But the big thing, the big departure about this game is you actually get to see them battle. Like, you can move your character while the Pokemon are battling, and you can see the moves being cast from one Pokemon and hitting the other Pokemon. That's pretty cool. Hmm. 
Yeah, so it's a huge departure from from older, even Sword and Shield game gameplay. So it's real fun. Yeah, I was also waiting to see what the reviews and stuff would be like for the game because I hadn't really heard anything about it before, you know, a few weeks ago. So I'm like, I don't know if this is just going to be like a crappy little in-between game or if it's going to be like a legit big game. Mm -hmm. So I was also waiting. Like the everybody was kind of turned off initially because of the visuals that were shown and all the trailers and all the photos and everything. The visuals were garbage, mm-hmm. but the gameplay is actually legit fun and it's selling like gangbusters. So people oh. are eating it up. Cool. Now oh. that now that they're showing the full uh, Pokemon UFC fight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like there was a hilarious GIF on Reddit the other day. It was. Uh, uh, a giant Snorlax, and and because the this is like the open, it's an open world ish game, mm-hmm. and the Pokemon are all walking around. There's no like, you hit a random encounter in a bush, and then suddenly a Pokemon appears. No, you see every Pokemon walking around. It's a giant fucking like two story tall Snorlax <laughs> fighting this little like, I don't remember what it was, but it was something like Pikachu size, like small like rabbit or bunny or something size and it fucking it's got these giant red glowing eyes and it casts (laughs) hyper beam and hyper beam is this like death star nuke ray (laughs) that it just fucking annihilates the little tiny pokemon (laughs) with Uh, good stuff great completely obliterated i saw that one too (laughs) sorry uh, we we just got emails saying that we had some like like points or whatever on our on our Nintendo account, so maybe we'll put uh, that towards the game or something. Yeah, I haven't even looked into how that works, but it's. I think the Nintendo coins are like I, I don't think you can actually use them for games. I think they're for like add-ons. cosmetics or or stuff for your your Mies or whatever. Oh, well, that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Mm whatever hmm. um meg and i this uh past week or so we've uh whew, dipped our toes back into uh comic book hunting which is dangerous because that uh, that can become a very expensive mm-hmm. habit very quickly <laughs> real quick yeah but we want it for a while we well a couple months ago actually i think we ordered um a special cover issue of the number one for the Harley Quinn short run series. It's the, the eat bang kill tour, which is officially in Canon with the, uh, with the animated show. It's, it's bridging the gap between seasons two and it the literally season picks three. Up right where the show left off. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's a, it's a six issue mini series. In fact, I think the last one comes out in just like two days. Um, but uh but we just got that that first number one, and then a couple of weeks ago, we're like, oh yeah, we still have this on the coffee table, and we decided for the first time in y- literally years go out comic book hunting and see if we could find the rest, and and uh, grabbed a, like a dozen other things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's been fun. Uh, I still want to. Uh, eventually, I want to get. Well, maybe with the uh, with the tax return, we're gonna get. <laughs> um, grab the the whole collection of avatar and legend of korra comics since i'm obsessed with those now and i have they 
they have actually quite an extensive amount. There's, I think, maybe four or so trades um, of each series that it's an official continuation from the show. So it's not just like random stories. It picks up the whole timeline. But those look fun. I've thought there's like a comic shop right by my house, like where I go to work these past couple weeks. And like every time, like I went in there once, but it's so daunting to want to get back into comics after so long. Like, I don't know where to start again. I yeah. think if anything, I'd maybe try to get a couple of trades or something instead of like the individual comics, because it's like, who knows what what's happened. I've only been kind of kept up on the periphery for the main comics I used to read. Nice. So getting back into it seems just like, such an ordeal of trying to get all the books or get caught up on so many storylines at this point. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't think single issues, unless you're looking specifically to collect a whole run of something, I don't think single right. issues is the way to go anymore. I think trades, I think even like special edition hardcovers, like right. I, I, <clears throat> again, this here, I sound like a fucking broken record, but critical role has uh, comic books and I didn't want to get the individual issues. So I just bought the uh, trade hardback for the, their, their comics. So, okay. Oh yeah. I think we, I saw that in the store the other day. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, what comic book store is next to your work? Uh, it's not really next to it, but it's right up off Harbor. It's Excelsior collectibles, but they also have comics in there too. That I've I was looking at about that place. Oh, if you've been that it's one. Like it's cool. Like it was a nifty place looking, but there weren't like, there were really only like uh, pop figures, like the, the Funko pops. Mm -hmm. uh, they had a ton of Disney pins. If you're into mm -hmm. Disney pins, like that place was chock full of them. And then like some other kind of random, either like kind of art prints or like uh, some actual statues and like the anime girls or like the really like $200 fancy statues and stuff like that. So like uh -huh. it was cool to look at, but nothing that I, I don't know, really felt compelled that sounds like the the toy store that used to be next to the Beach and Ball comic shop. Yeah, yeah, more collectibles with plus comics, like fat collectible sort of situation. I think they're up on Imperial now. Oh, really? Yeah, we actually yeah. tried looking them up. I didn't know if they were still around anywhere. They yeah, moved around so many far. times. They're like yeah. they're almost like in LA now. I think. Yeah, I was driving Lyft randomly and saw that store that I'm pretty sure was just right off an Imperial, and then another I think card store I wanted to look into one of these days that I didn't get a chance because there was a passenger in my car. So I couldn't just stop and be like, hey, want to check out and <laughs> see if there are any cool magic cards in here real quick? Maybe they're down. Maybe they're cool. <laughs> I mean, you never know. That should be my first question. So you play magic or what? <laughs> so you just like silently pull out your D20s and make them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is the Excelsior one by the AMC theater? Uh, kind of. It's just north of it a little bit mm. kind of across a, like almost directly across from costco yeah we've been to that one that was the one i took you to in fullerton oh okay yeah all right okay. Let's go in here. um one little bit of actually comic news i saw the um the unfortunate uh live action cowboy bebop netflix series which r.i.p um mm. they still have a comic run coming out uh, a short run bit of comics on uh, i think it's titan is the publisher um which of course was in development during the show you know before they got canned um but they i think they at least have the first one or two issues out and i did see it's actually selling really well the first issue is getting a reprint which 
part of me like really is crossing my fingers, hoping like maybe they can just continue the storyline that they were planning just in comic book form. That would be rad. Yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, this first uh, little arc is just a, like a random side story or something, but that would be cool if it, if it does do well, maybe they shift gears and be like, okay, let's keep telling what we're going to tell on TV. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. And then real quick, just going back to what we're watching. uh, Also, I'm almost caught up to Boba Fett. I haven't seen the most recent episode because I love the the Mando episode so much. I just wanted to stop (laughs) on a high note because that one was so good. So the the book of Mando, I mean, uh, Boba Fett. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you go ahead. No, I was just saying, it's been a pretty good series. I don't know if you guys talked about this on previous weeks. Uh, one episode kind of with the, the biker, the ragtag, poor kid biker gang kind of threw me for a loop. And I was questioning if I wanted to keep going. But this last one kind of put it back on the rails. So. Yeah, I think that threw had, everybody. We yeah. all had thoughts about that one. <laughs> I mean, overall. Like, it's it's Robert it. Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez is either fucking amazing or what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> there's There's no in between with him. Yeah. He's he's a badass, but he also is a family man. So he does crazy Perfect shit like for Disney. <laughs> yeah, he does crazy shit like Desperado and From Dust Till Dawn, and also Spy Kids and uh, Shark Boy versus Lava Girl. Exactly, you know he's like, oh, let's make the cute kids be cool, and you know he has his little Vespa gang. But yeah, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But uh, but even so, despite that nonsense like i very much have been enjoying like the slow build of this whole saga for boba fett but then they just kind of threw that out the window or or, you know put him aside because (laughs) mando's back and number one amazing episode just amazing period directed by bryce dallas howard really Um, good which after that after that episode i think me and todd were talking like just give her a freaking trilogy of movies like come <laughs> yes. on she did some great episodes for uh, i think mando season two as well mm. um but yeah the uh uh return of the mandalorian i i love the whole fact that for once we see somebody who's you know not a jedi not a force wielder or not trained up slices and dices himself with his own saber <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like well, it, i mean it's realize. hard enough to it's hard enough to wield a fucking lightsaber in general but he's wielding the fucking dark saber which is a mythical blade that has its own unique and special properties yeah they, it was really interesting how it was like the way they had the the weight of it the gravity of it like he could barely it was like it's like one of those like giant broadswords, which is like god knows how many pounds and he's struggling to even swing it um but yeah that was awesome the whole duel with the other dickhead who's like i want it blah 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 blah, <laughs> blah. and then of course they shun him because oh you took your helmet off you're not a true mandalorian it's <laughs> it's fucking backwards ass religions man did he get to keep <laughs> the dark saber i totally forgot yes he kept yeah. the dark saber because it's still his through combat so no one else has earned it from him yeah, mm. but he lost his place in the clan. Yep. The clan, yes. He but, is I mean, <clears throat> and because of that, I mean, that's the, the growing theory that the season three of Mando will revolve around him and uh Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan trying to take back Mandalore and go down and then he's gonna go down and cleanse himself in the pools below Mandalore, whatever the 
armorer told him to do. Lake Minnetonka, cleanse themselves yeah. in the cool water of Lake Minnetonka. Yes, exactly. <laughs> from? from fucking Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> Great music, horrible movie. Uh, uh, that's probably why I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I lost my train of thought because then I just got the prince <laughs> running through my head. <laughs> You're welcome. Some people would argue that's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad thing at all. <laughs> it's a blessing and it hurts. Um, this is not yeah. the oh, so, oh, so, fingerprints. <laughs> so, so, Andrew, you have not watched this this previous mm. week's episode. Damn it, you should have watched it because oh. I know Todd is like itching to talk about oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, all right. uh, well, have, you, have you been spoiled at all on it? uh no not yet i good just yeah watch as soon as you can asap after this i'll put it on just so i can say i watched yeah what i will say about it uh and it's like not spoilery but minor spoiler as far as the direction of the book of boba fett show okay where me and todd were kind of chuckling earlier the previous week after that last episode that you watched the return of the mandalorian we're like Mm -hmm. wow man they totally just uh change directions like we were just really sinking our teeth into the story of boba fett and boop, just kidding it's the mando show still um they keep on going in this oh. next episode so much so where i was kind of like you know this episode could have been the start of mando season three like like let's get back to boba fett here um and that's all i'll say but uh, okay okay yeah. So I have but, something to look forward to then, because I I did like the way that that episode went. So yeah, yeah, I'm not complaining at all. But uh, but it's no. interesting the direction they're going, where they just kind of are uh, put it, like they made such a big deal about this is Boba Fett, this is his time, his story. Uh, just kidding. Like we're gonna we're gonna put him back in the in the corner for a second. We got more Mando stuff to take care of here. Nobody puts Boba in the corner. <laughs> uh, I think okay. we've only got like one or two episodes left after this so yeah i mean it's gonna be the all-out brawl mm-hmm. for uh, his empire basically yeah. versus the pikes basically at this point right yeah mm-hmm. yeah cool yeah, yeah. what was wasn't there mentions of the other i always forget what's the the syndicate or whatever that was part of the solo movie that's yeah, the same same thing it's the same oh it is the pike syndicate yeah they're a part of the red dawn red so, dawn that's the the, yeah, ma- that's, the main like that's the, the wolverines criminal enterprise <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're coming into this now <laughs> yeah boba fett's gonna fight the ruskies and uh <laughs> <laughs> in uh where was it? Like Minnesota in the 80s? Or uh, it was, like, it's Col- it was Colorado. Michigan. No, it was Colorado. Colorado, that's right. Yeah. They were up in the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. Avenge me! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never saw the remake of that. Wasn't Chris Hemsworth in that? Yeah, yeah. it was not good. Not it was a movie. I mean, arguably the, the first one was not good either, but... That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But it's classic. It's, you know, it's classic 80s, yeah. 80s classic. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Well, speaking of classics that are still around, Jackass Forever is now in theaters. Oh, I want to go see it so bad. I, so do I. Like, it looks so dumb, but so entertaining. Like, actually, it's actually getting pretty good reviews. I mean, yeah. among 
jackass fans, uh, but it is now the uh, so far the highest rated in the franchise uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, okay, I mean the previews. I like that they have you know a bunch of outsiders coming in. Possibly you know in a lot of the skits, it's not just the same five guys that look like and one was like Machine Gun Kelly and Eric Andre is in on it and stuff like that. Yeah, Eric Andre getting hit with the inflatable <laughs> hand. Yeah, they're so kind of drumming up you know that expanding their breadth and width of, of jackasses, if you will. Seems like it could be a good kind of push to promote this more and just kind of expand the brand. So they always the, had like celebrity cameos and, and stuff true. like that. They always had like friends show up and do things. They just never really featured any of them. But I think this one's trying, they're trying to get a little bit more out of the other guests since all of the cast is over 50 at this point. Yeah. Say, <laughs> how many more hits can they take? You know? oh. It just, it, it, Makes you wonder how any of them are still able to even walk. Yeah, it well, baffles I mean, me Johnny there. Knoxville is barely because apparently he has like CTE, and so. Oh really? That doesn't yeah. surprise me. Sadly. What's CTE? Uh, cranial trauma, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, doesn't his like eyeball pop out of his head all the time? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have never heard that. But that sounds disgusting. You wrote Todd. I, uh, I thought you froze for a second. You just like. Uh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, one day we will. Uh, we'll have to gather and and so Meg and I can at least watch one of these. Yes, we. Uh, wait, you haven't seen any of them. We have not, not no. Only like oh, bits of the show back in the day, and yeah, but. they're ridiculous, but they're entertaining. They're <clears throat> I always find them pretty funny. I said the next the next time I, I I do make my way to their apartment, uh, we are going to sit down and watch at least one or two. There you go. It will happen. Get a bunch of pizza <laughs> and some ice cream and some beers. Mm-hmm. There you yep. go. That's the best way to experience jackass. Exactly. This is the way. Maybe some weed. We'll see. Possibly. Um, yeah. Well, then we got to follow up with Centaur World. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, hey, another one that uh, I want to get on um, eventually. The never-ending list of shows. The Wheel of Time show on Amazon is, uh, I guess, doing great. And they just got confirmed for early third season. Oh, shit. They're barely starting to film the second one. <laughs> but they're like, yep, they're, we're going to keep on going. So, Apparently, it was the biggest new series of 2021. So, wow. For Amazon yeah. or for like any? For any. For any streaming yeah. service. Well, what about uh, Squid Game? That was pretty big. Oh, that's true. Huh? Probably for Amazon, it was their biggest. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Did, did you guys catch that uh, the full Halo trailer? Oh, you mean the, the episode of Mando? Yeah. Episode of me? Yeah. Episode of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're kind of, uh, they took the wind out of their sails as far as uh, heroes that never show their face. <laughs> and have a big giant ring world that they're on. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked interesting. <clears throat> it, looks, it looks fun. It looks actiony. It looks. Yeah. The live action uh, Covenant aliens look pretty good, pretty spot on. Um, I, <laughs> I knew the second I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, 
fanboys are going to have words about Cortana. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. no matter what, they would have words with Cortana. I, oh. I pity the the actress who plays Cortana because <laughs> I, I hope she doesn't go on the internet at all. Oh, that, that's that's probably going to be a thankless job. <laughs> yeah. Any any female any any woman that tries to adapt a female character from a video game or fantasy franchise is just not gonna have a good time not at all <laughs> if you talk because when she you doesn't pe- look like the character or because she looks too much like the character uh she looks fine they they made so Cortana- basically are her boobs big enough for people to be upset or not upset about it because that's all dudes care about i feel like i did they didn't show a full body shot but i'm sure that will be called into question yeah but, uh, it, the main the character thing- the character itself is just this like very feminine but ethereal blue like translucent character that's very feminine and very curvy and, okay. and of course the fan buys yeah. hologram that that okay. follows uh, master chief around to help i him. liked how tony tony went like this with hologram yeah. <laughs> hologram she's that's yeah. what i figured she's she a helps, hologram. She helps, she helps oh. master chief with both hands. As soon as you said the nerd <laughs> world will have words, I'm like, okay, so this is a big chested uh, video game character that is not being portrayed as large chested. <laughs> therefore, the boys are are crying and throwing a tantrum. I haven't. She, seen... She's not a. She's not a Jessica Rabbit here, but she's a. She's a <laughs> fully figured feminine uh, little artificial intelligence okay. hologram thing. So what are but, the boys gonna be bitching about? Then? But no, they just this quick shot of her you see in the trailer um she they make her look more human like okay. just re- realistic toned no like blue so ethereal lazy. whatever yeah i think yeah and yeah. i'm sure there's already youtubers out there fixing it with the <laughs> not the, my blah 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 uh-huh yeah <laughs> but yeah whatever but it, it you know seemed like a solid trailer uh what cracked me up when i <laughs> looked at the the cast uh master chief who if you're I know who Master Chief yeah. looks like. So I mean, all <laughs> you point. see is you know just it's the armor, helmet, yeah, because yeah, like Mandalorian, like never, never takes off his armor, or like the Doom guy or something. Uh, but the actual actor is Pablo Schreiber, who I was not familiar with. I looked up, and oh, he's actually a half brother of Liev Schreiber, and he also played porn stash on Orange Is the New Black. <laughs> oh, good! I love. The- he's a really good actor, actually. I really like. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't seen anything else, else that he's been in. So all I know him from is porn stash. <laughs> he was in uh, American Gods too, the Neil Gaiman oh, show. Edit it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that cracked me. Wait, up. real quick. I thought in one ending of a Halo game, he does take off his helmet, or was that not actually done? Maybe, probably. It's been ages oh, okay. since I've. Because I've always only been on the periphery of Halo. I've never followed it too much. I never really had an Xbox during the big Halo days. Yeah, same here. I, I played a bit, you know, multiplayer little death matches with friends way back in the day. Yeah. But I never, I've never owned an Xbox actually. Okay. Um. um yeah, we'll see. Yep. Um. <clears throat> oh, Todd. I, oh, I mentioned this to Todd the other day because both of us are. Huge fans of the Orville. Um, can't remember if we talked about that, Andrew. Have you watched Orville at all? 
I started the first season and I don't know, it just got to one of the first episodes was just this trope that I was never a big fan of where it's like, hey, we're, you know, this people sequestered inside and we think this is the world, but it's, you know, not, there's a whole universe out there. Uh, and I just, I couldn't get through it. I just kind of lost interest and never went back, but I've heard really good things around the, the rest of the episodes. So one yeah. of these days, maybe. I got you. I understand. It started off very much. I mean, it's straight up Seth MacFarlane's like, I want to bring back my own version of Next, Next Generation. Gen. Yeah, this yeah. is my own Star Trek with hookers and blow. Right? Exactly. Like, yes. And so it starts off with very, very similar old fashioned. You could tell what it was. It, it was like just what, some it was. of the episodes were just straight up homage to, to Next Gen episodes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's it's taken off and it's become its own thing now uh, enough where it's distinct. It's carving its own path. So. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and me and Todd have been waiting since COVID like completely derailed their season three for the longest time. Uh, we're finally excited. In fact, I just, I think I just reminded Todd a few days ago, like, Oh yeah, that actually has a release date. Now it was going to be March and they just delayed it till June. <laughs> oh no. So yeah. Uh, but they did, uh, Seth MacFarlane posted on, on social media and he said like, as a, a consolation and, and, uh, we're sorry. <laughs> Uh, here's at least the uh, the first minutes of the season three premiere and uh, it's pretty awesome it shows a big like star wars level or star trek level like space battle um, and then zooms into the ship with the uh, i don't remember the character's name he's the, the doctor's, doctor's kid. kid yeah which holy crap he's grown up because the show's it's been, been three fucking years, years. <laughs> yeah. i wonder if they had to reshoot a bunch of his footage because he they grew probably up had to reshoot during... both of the kids footage yeah um but yeah it shows like the ship getting like torn to shreds in this insanely massive battle and he's uh running from deck to deck trying to escape and ends on a cliffhanger which i think i personally think it's going to be a fake out it's going to be like uh like a holodeck training simulation thing for him holodeck or a dream or something he could be dreaming back to the uh, the battle because that was the one of the final scenes of the the season two was that big space battle yeah yeah maybe yeah. anyway and in, in slightly sad but good news uh related to that um mm -hmm. luckily norm mcdonald did f uh finish all of his voice acting work right for, for his character for that yeah. season oh, i forgot he was doing voice acting for that show yeah yeah he played i don't remember the character's name but he is He's like one of the chief engineers and he's mm. just a giant blob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in related news to this, uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which I think we talked about this last podcast. I forgot that it was a thing because it's been in development for so long, but it's actually happening. Uh, this is the Star Trek spinoff that's uh, going to be following uh, Captain Christopher Pike, who was the uh, original enterprise captain before kirk okay. um so he's off doing his own adventures with uh spock in his early days uh jessica uh, jessica uh, rebecca romaine is their number jessica one. rabbit jessica <laughs> rabbit uh, rebecca romaine she could play jessica rabbit uh <laughs> um but yeah so that's finally coming this year i believe and the uh, showrunner was um in an interview where he let slip that their he didn't come out right and say it, but he basically said, we're going to do con. Like we're, we're going to have. Well, con on the one show. of the characters is uh, 
is related to Khan. So one of the, the characters is already confirmed. Like her last name is Noonien Singh. Uh, so okay. like one of the crew, I think, is on, on the ship. Is it going to be the same actor who played Pike in the movies? Do you know? Or is it going to go? No, it's he's he played Pike and it's uh, Anson Mount. He played Pike in the uh, the Discovery show. Discovery oh, OK. Show. He's actually really great. I mean, I love uh, the um, now I'm blanking on his name. The actor from uh, the J.J. Abrams films. Yeah. Um, He's been in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, I can't remember his name. Oh I'm yeah, his name right now. Older, was, older character actor that's been yeah. around forever. Yeah, he was forever. great as he was great as well. Um, but Anson Mount, who, who's been taking over on, uh, they introduced him in the second season of Discovery, and now they're spinning off on their own show. He's super rad, and the way they they directed those episodes with him in it, he's even though even though this is Star Trek played very straight and, you know, it's all futuristic and everything, they did give him like this sort of 1960s swagger. Like they did sort of like pay tribute to the original show with his character specifically, just having that sort of vibe. Oh, kitty. Kitty. Every now and then she'll be cute like this and actually want attention. No. Late at night when she's getting tired. She looks exactly like my girl and does the same thing. Yeah. Like she doesn't really like to be like held or petted, but every once in a while she'll come up to you for attention. Exactly. And then leave the moment she's done with you. Yeah. That's enough. But yeah, so we finally are getting uh did we did they officially announce the release date or was it leaked? Because the I think the 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 rumors are that it's coming out in May. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, no, yeah, it's official. May 5th. May 5th. Okay. Nice. Sweet. So, hey, uh, as if we're hurting for content. <laughs> no, no. And that's, that's also the rumored release time for Obi-Wan as well. Uh, mm-hmm. their, yeah. uh, the rumored release is around May the 5th. So for, yeah. or May the 4th, I think, uh, whichever day that week that it is, uh, <clears throat> optimal for them but uh also we had uh, in relation to this we had rumors that um there's another star trek show in development because there's like fucking three or four um <laughs> this one is actually gonna uh introduce us to kirk so mm. we're gonna get uh kirk mm. uh possibly um it's gonna play on or it's gonna take place on kirk's first shift where he was a, a lieutenant so it's going to follow like the discovery discovery line where we follow Burnham as her journey up to captain. Um, so we possibly are going to get the same with Kirk. Interesting. Did, did any of you guys ever watch, I think it was an animated show that I, I looked at very like more comedic and funny. It was like Star Trek below decks or something like that. Yes. Was that, was that, was that worth watching? Oh, oh it's hundred yes. percent worth watching. Okay. Yeah. Even if you're like a passing Star Trek fan, it's well worth your time. Okay, I'll have to find what service that's streaming on then and give that a shot one of these days too. It's, uh, all of the Star Plus. Trek stuff is Paramount Plus. Paramount, okay. Cool. Yeah, all, all of it's there. Oh, Yeah, that's that's a good one. Just going back to, it was actually Peacock. Did any of you guys watch the MacGruber film back when that came out in like early 2000s? I think 2001. <laughs> so we talked I, about this. Yeah, we actually talked about this, yeah. So I, it, that was one of those that just, I... I missed it when it came out. Like I was aware of it and some friends saw it, but I just never did for some reason. 
kind of like Zoolander also a silly one that I didn't see till years later. Um, Meg and I, uh, uh, so we subscribed to Peacock and, uh, and I started noticing like ads for McGruber and Mm -hmm. like the menu screens and everything. I thought, Oh, well, I guess they just like, they're making a big deal advertising because they just like loaded it on like this old movie onto the, the (laughs) service. But no, then I found out, Oh, it's a series, a sequel series with mm-hmm. all them back and I uh, realized I had never watched it. Like oh, I don't seen tiny bits and pieces before on TV. So Meg and I sat and watched McGruber. I don't think it has aged well at all. <laughs> I guess when you had like, to be there for. <laughs> it's one of the films that like you either love, love it or you can't fucking stand it and can't get through it. Yeah. I maybe about a third of the way through. <laughs> like tony powered through the whole movie and i'm like i don't give a shit enough to pay attention anymore it had a couple of moments <laughs> and even part of me is morbidly curious about the show just to see if it's any better but uh i don't know because <laughs> i actually did watch the first episode and honestly i was surprisingly entertained i was always kind of a kind of again hit or miss the movie was fun enough i watched it once and i don't think i've watched it since but Mm -hmm. i remember being entertained when i did watch it but sadly it's all locked behind peacock premium so as much as i I could watch it just with commercials or something i can't even see anymore i wish i could it was a it was a pretty good first episode so if there's any fancy passing fancy of like uh mcgruber could be good check out that first episode yeah what i what i do sometimes i uh well that's how i started watching uh star trek discovery Mm-hmm. um well, and the four or five star trek shows they have on there now <laughs> I, I didn't want to pay for another streaming service all year so i just paid for like a month just to fly through like i waited until the full season was available it's like okay it's done it's on there and then i'll just pay for it binge it really fast and then cancel <laughs> Let me, that's not a bad idea yeah i wonder if there's any sort of like complimentary like try it out for a week and then yeah yeah actually i think peacock regularly does that they'll do seven days free so you might be able to fly right through it (laughs) so does paramount plus they they always offer like free trials yeah Yeah. there you go uh let's see what else we got um oh another one just i saw this today as far as the uh the multiple star wars series coming out another one that i forgot was happening they're still doing a cassian andor series not only are they still doing Cassian Andor, but it's already been picked up for season two. That was the news today. Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård, who is uh, in it, uh, he let slip in an interview, um, uh, some overseas interview. He's uh, mentioned like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back to film season two later this year. So and I think the first season is supposed to come out later this year. Okay, I was gonna and say that hasn't even aired yet, right? That's still we we haven't even gotten a trailer for it yet. Nothing, so. yeah, no confirmed dates or anything. Everybody's speculating like fall this, or winter. Yeah, this is gonna be fall because we still have uh we still have the uh, Obi Wan show to come out, and that's that's the next on the, the slate. We have mm-hmm. Moon Knight that's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that I think Moon Knight premieres soon. I think it's uh, the beginning or the end of next month. Yeah. So that'll gonna... that'll that'll run for a month and a half, and then we'll have uh, we'll have uh, Obi Wan, and then probably Andor will get that that fall slot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then and... also speaking of uh, Disney Marvel stuff, uh, Loki season two starts filming uh, this summer. Nice. Right. 
curious to see where they go with that series. If it's going to tie back into the movies, because you know, like what WandaVision is is done, right? They're not going to do any more. It's going to go right back into uh, well, multiple. It thematic. ties directly into uh, Strange Two. Strange right? Two. So. Okay. Yeah. And then, well, we do know confirmed that um, uh, Kang is part of Ant Man Three. Oh. yeah kang is is, at least one iteration of him yeah yeah kang is going to be involved in like multiple marvel projects coming up i think i mean yeah rightfully so if he's going to be the next decade-long antagonist i I think he'll be like avengers uh well i think he'll be avengers one for the new avengers group uh i don't think i don't think he'll be i don't think he'll be thanos okay I think they'll they'll pull out like Galacticus or, or Doom or something for like the overarching villain for this. Oh, if they could do Galactus right this time, I'd be so happy. He's one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, It'd be good. Maybe cool. even Apocalypse. That would be nice. Apocalypse isn't that DC? No, Apocalypse from uh, Mar or from X Men. Oh, but well, they uh, depends they on what they do with the time stream because they did Apocalypse. And, uh, as you know, well, that's alternate Rising universe first iteration in the MCU. Yeah, but if they do them right this time, that'd be that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, we shall see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd, your beloved King of the Hill coming back. We already talked about that. Um, yes, there were some follow up comments from uh, Greg Daniels, producer, confirming that. Uh, there's actually going to be a time jump, a realistic time jump with the series. So it's bringing so the characters we, to present day. So, yeah, hopefully uh, it's Grandpa Hank and we get to see uh, Bobby <laughs> with his own little shit. Full grown Bobby. That's probably what it's going to be. Uh. <laughs> How long has it been since that show's been on the air? It's been at least, what, 20 years? At least I, 20 years. It right? ended in 2010, actually. Did it really? Wow. Yeah, yeah I looked I it up. I could have sworn it went long like way less than that but i guess it's just maybe when i kind of stopped watching or what have you yeah 97 to 2010 wow so wow yeah if if it were to come out this year which it's not because they're barely in development but that would be a be a 12 12 years yeah 12 year time jump yes i can math that would that would (laughs) still put that would still put bobby in his mid-20s so he'd, he'd 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 be able to have a kid by then yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he'd have some dumb luck with some random girl that he met. <laughs> no, he's got Connie. Yeah, he's got Connie. Oh, yeah. It's been so long, I don't remember who that is. That's the neighbor girl the... that he oh. was off and on on a relationship with. Right. The American Indian, right? No, yeah. Laotian. Uh, They're Laotian. Oh, Laotian. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh speaking of uh old 90s shows that are that are coming back so that 70s show getting its sequel that 90s show (laughs) so they're starting they're starting filming this week and the only reason i'm really excited about this because i could care less about the newcomer kids they have they just i don't recognize any of the names but kurtwood smith and deborah joe rupp are back as red and kitty foreman there you so go. they get to play grandma and grandpa and uh they actually broke the news um 
earlier this week or just actually yesterday i think it was because they they both posted on instagram like they're on the set and they've got like their scripts and like well we're back to it <laughs> so. it's amazing if you guys want a really like nostalgic hit to your cranium watch <laughs> um on hulu the orange years a nickelodeon story like two hour something long documentary of how nickelodeon got started all the way up until i think the spongebob era mm-hmm. um and it's just i mean it just hits in all the right places <laughs> <laughs> it touched me everywhere yeah pretty much yeah. it's, it's, they, it's the, every like 90s and early early yes, 2000s kids all like, the nostalgia oh yeah, yeah. they but, talk about like how Rocker's Modern Life got made and how Ren and Stempy got made and Doug and Guts and Double Dare and all of that stuff. <laughs> it's just, it brought so many memories. Uh, back. Guts oh, and Double uh, Dare, all of the gack. Yeah. yeah. Just all of like, the gack. That was like, that was like our equivalent, at least for me, of like American Gladiators. Yeah. yeah. Watching, watching my, laughing at my dad trying to coach the San Diego Chargers through the TV, like angrily shouting <laughs> at the football games. Now, in reminiscing, I realized that I was doing the same to those idiot kids falling in the slime <laughs> and like, uh, um, not family, yeah, family... Double dare? Yeah, double dare. Yeah, double dare, yeah. Where they had to go through the obstacles. I'm like, no, no, get up. Like, oh, I could do that so much better. Like, <laughs> Or like with, do you guys remember Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, go, don't go in that room. Or do the yeah. puzzle this way. Yeah, same thing. It's like. They you... make it to the top. And it was the simplest fucking puzzles. It was like four <laughs> wood pieces. Yeah, and really. they were always panicking. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kid who makes it all the way in record time, but he can't figure out the three pieces of the golden monkey. Like it's just three <laughs> distinct pieces. What the hell? Yeah. They talk about all that in the documentary. You guys should watch it. Oh, nice. Did anybody else? I mean, this is weird off tangent here, but uh, you can't do that on television. Do you remember that on Nickelodeon at all? Or am I the oldest one here? That. Okay. Vaguely. So I learned in the documentary that that's the very first show Nickelodeon started Produce? with. Oh, wow. Yep. And it was actually a Canadian show. That's where, like, yeah, the slime got started and everything they got their big kick was from you can't do that on television. Yep. Oh, wow. That oh, was wow. like the show that propelled them into what they were known for because they had done a lot of like really kitty, um, like educational programs with puppets and very early okay. animation. But the whole switch into like the skit formula was mm-hmm. done with that show, like the pure comedy route instead of like education mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yep. But yeah, I'd never actually, I never watched it and I never really even heard of it until I saw it on the documentary. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. They, I remember the name, but I think I missed that show. I got in with like the family double dares and legend mm-hmm. in temple and all that. Um, I was like Doug and Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy. That's too, yeah. where and Stimpy I started. Sure. Oh, I love. And I, I was the I was the Nick at, explains my brain. <laughs> yeah, I was the Nick at Night kid. Also, I I I stayed up late and I watched like the the fucking massive amounts of reruns of the Three Stooges or Snick. Yeah. Remember Snick when Nick, that first Nick. Saturday yeah. Night Nick. Mm-hmm. Roundhouse <laughs> Clarissa explains it all. Yes, I needed Alex Clarissa to explain it all. <laughs> are you yeah. afraid of the dark? And are you are you afraid of the dark? Of the dark? Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, wow. So the other day, um, uh, an old friend of mine on Instagram asked, like, 
just random questions like who is your first like actor crush like movie star crush or celebrity crush whatever and i couldn't come up with anything good in, in the moment but Secret World of Alex Mack. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that girl's name, but yeah, major she, crush. She did a bunch of other randoms. She was on Mad Men for a stint. But yeah, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, Alex Mack. Yeah. My adolescence, <laughs> you awaken something deep inside. I think mine was <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart with uh, Clarissa Explains. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, nostalgia vibes. Disney Plus has announced a Goosebumps TV show. Okay. Bringing that back. All right. Uh, yeah, I have no... I mean, I guess they... Apparently the film was, was okay, fun. So I like the first one. I actually did see the first one. I don't know why or how, but it was enjoyable. It was fun well, enough. You do have children. It was <laughs> pre-them, though, I want to say. So I think we just put it on one day. Like, no, no, I can't use that excuse. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I I never saw the sequel, though. Just no real desire. I mean, Jack Black's in it, so it's got to be good. It's got to be funny, at least. I remember seeing the trailers and I was like, oh, it's Jack Black. I'll definitely watch it, even if it's, you know, for kids. But we just never got around to it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we'll see. In other other 90s entertainment, the Mm -hmm. Hulu pam and tommy show has uh, premiered i was curious about that one to be honest yeah apparently it's getting is... it's getting good reviews but it's also kind of uh like who cares <laughs> well not 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 who cares but it's also kind of exploited uh, exploitive of pam and tommy because neither of which signed off on using their likenesses so oh. and the, the release of their sex tape in reality was very you know not in their control as well. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. That released. So, so it, it's literally it's the story of the sex tape being released. So that's what this this show is about. It's a it's the story of the sex tape and how it became released. So, so. it's exploitative about how they were exploited. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Sounds like yeah. An exploitation sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Exploitationception. The thing about it is they look uncannily like fucking pam and tommy yeah sebastian stan looks he cracks me up every time i see the trailer (laughs) hey it's bucky (laughs) you went down a bad road (laughs) but lily james looks exactly like fucking pam like uncanny they did do like prosthetics she's wearing a she's wearing like a full prosthetic suit over her front because she does a lot of full frontal in this Mm -hmm. because of the nature of it um but that's not her that you're seeing it's a prosthetic over her yeah yeah, I'm curious about it. So it, it's for me, is it releasing week to week or? I don't know uh, if it's re- week to week. It's Hulu, so it probably is week to week. But yeah. um, I don't think they release the whole thing at once. I think it's going to be in stages. Gotcha. I'll I mean, likely wait until it's all out then. Yeah. I mean, it is getting really good reviews. People are liking it. Um, it's just, do you want to participate in the exploitation? Yeah. Yes, I'm scum. <laughs> yeah i mean i've already seen the clips of it so i've seen i've seen some things <laughs> seen some things man and some stuff things and stuff uh more like this whole episode is just blast from the past because uh, that's i mean that's what sells right now yeah uh hocus pocus 2 uh they just wrapped Yay. filming 
Doug Jones. Uh, well, the uh, the director, I think, posted as well as uh, Doug Jones, who I'm mainly excited for. Um, creature effect. I mean, actor who has portrayed every 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 alien full bodied creature. Anything. If you need somebody in a big monster suit, you call Doug Jones. Um, also an amazing guy. We've seen him a few times at uh, Monster Palooza and stuff. Um, but he posted a little uh, celebration of uh, wrapping filming with a little uh, a Billy Butcherson selfie on Instagram. If you remember him from the first movie, he was the, the zombie that comes out of the grave and helps them out. But yeah. So he posted a little selfie in full makeup. And that is coming out this Halloween. So see how that does. Is it, are they going off the novel? Because I saw that randomly in a store somewhere. So I'm wondering how much it's based on it or. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't check it out, but I, I heard that they released some little sequel book. I have no idea if the movie is the same story or not, but I mean, it's from the description of the new movie. They're just doing the same old thing again. You know, uh, some right. new generation of dumb kids accidentally set the witches loose and, yeah. you know, hijinks ensue. A new virgin yeah. light lights the black flame candle. <laughs> the black flame candle. Yes. She's a virgin. <laughs> well, and in other uh, nostalgic stories that repeat over and over and over again, as long as they keep making money. The latest Scream sequel came out this this month, or actually, we're in February now. Came out last yeah. month. Mm. Actually, got pretty decent reviews. I've been seeing a lot. Uh, I mean, it did. It was very successful. Uh, it's uh, did very successful for like a January like scary movie. Um, and I think, I think Spider Man opened up the uh, the box offices. I think people went and saw Spider Man, and they realized, okay, well, maybe it's time to come back and start seeing films again. Yeah. 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 I think movies in general have been doing a little better at the box office. Um, anecdotally from friends and people online, I've been seeing uh, people are either saying it's one of the best out of all of the sequels or eh, it's all right. <laughs> so no, like, no, it's garbage. At least it's like middling. I will accept. Oh, it's all right. I, I will accept that. Okay. Oh, did you see it? No, I haven't seen it yet. I really wanted to go see it, but because of all of the bullshit, I didn't go see it. Yeah. 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 I still I'm I want to go see Spider-Man, but it's I at I this point you could probably find a dead theater which just you and Meg. Probably that's, true. that's probably true. But now I'm kind of like I'm like we're spoiled for the comfort of home. We are like we've got a decent enough, like I've got the, the little sound bar and the subwoofer, and you know, we turn down the lights at night and you know, we we've we've got a good setup here. You know, we and can we, pause it when we need to go we, to the bathroom. We can pause we can pause when we want to talk about something. Get snacks that don't cost ten dollars a pop. You know? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so Scream sequel did well enough that another sequel has already been greenlit. <laughs> wow. So there is going to be a Scream 6 already. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for spoiling that the characters don't die. God. Well, if you've seen the Scream movies, traditionally it's, you know, at least it's like a new killer every time. Um, of course. You know, and every it. side character bites it. None of the main characters dies. There you go. Yeah. For sure. So Sydney's probably still alive. Yeah, Probably. 
Probably. Yeah, I think they just need to, she's they, the killer. Uh-huh. <laughs> they need to raise like uh, Matthew Lillard from the dead. And he didn't actually die in the first one. And he's going to be the killer in the sixth. Yeah. He, oh, man. I love him as an actor. Yeah. And, he's amazing. And David Arquette's character, Dewey. I mean, he's almost died so many times. Like, how many more holes can you put in the guy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like every one he gets, like, end up, he gets stabbed at least twice in every film. Yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, yeah. So that's happening. Um, Paramount Plus uh, is uh, releasing two more South Park specials. We got mm-hmm. those, those back to back. Well, it was a two parter, the COVID specials, which they're fine. Um, South Park's at the point where it's kind of hit and miss for me. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 wearing thin on yeah. its uh, its rain. They still have their moments. They they just they, on top of this, they're still releasing a regular season on Comedy Central, and we just saw the premiere a few days ago, and that was pretty decent. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's one of those. I mean, things. they're closing on on thirty years of South Park at this point. Yeah, this is. I believe it's season twenty five. Which is insane. <laughs> I remember wearing a South Park t-shirt in middle school. So yeah, <laughs> yep. that sounds about right. Oh, I remember my yeah. mom not letting me watch it in middle school. So yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I, I actually, I, I got sent home because I, <laughs> I, I think my shirt said it's all a bunch of tree hugging hippie bullshit. And <laughs> the, shit, the shit was like <gasps> the, the, the letters were uh-huh. replaced with characters. But still, it was the, no. we know what you're talking about with that shirt. Uh-huh. Yeah, to this day, I'm not allowed to watch that show at my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be 40 years old uh-huh. at your mom's house, and she'll be like, "No, yep, not in no, this. I don't want that trash in my house." Uh-huh. <laughs> Young lady. Oh man. Uh, okay. Here's a here's a fun one. I think it's fun. I'm excited. I hope it comes to pass. I think it's just an early development here, but. Hollywood Reporter announced a few days ago TV adaptation of the video game series American McGee's Alice. Yes. Are you familiar with those games? That's the vaguely horrorish game. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I yeah. yeah it looks for one uh, Comic Con. Yeah. Is uh, American so a- McGee is he still uh, like a little bit batshit crazy and right wingish? Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Damn it, yeah. Todd. Why do you have to spoil shit for me? God <laughs> damn it. Sorry. Why does everybody have to be canceled? Um, well, it's okay. So he's. Um, I think he's I like. You have to be batshit to make a game like that, though. Uh, yeah. So if you're not familiar, people, uh, American McGee's Alice. Um, the original game, God, it released in 2000. That was 22 years ago. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then its sequel, Alice Madness Returns in 2011. Um, I would still recommend going back and playing them. They're, they're I mean, hard it's, to get through now, though. Yeah, they're the very. The graphics are so bad. They're, rest, re, they're I mean, graphics are still okay. They're, the, the artwork of it is beautiful. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's going to be low res because it's 2000 2011. Um, the artwork, the the story, and everything—it plays out amazingly. It's just an amazing world to like be in. Be in. 
Um, but yeah, as far as they're, they're pretty dated platformers as far as the mechanics and controls are kind of wonky. So they're kind of tough to play. Um, that said that, uh, that horror take the dark take on the Alice in Wonderland tale. Um, now American McGee, I think he's, uh, uh, attached to, he's just kind of like overseeing it or co-developing it. Uh, David Hayter is actually, um, the main showrunner. He's he's the de- he's developing the TV adaptation to it. David Hayter is our beloved voice actor for Solid Snake through all the Metal Gear franchise. Uh, he also is a, a prolific screenwriter. He wrote the original X Men, the very first one. He co-wrote the second one. Uh, early drafts of Watchmen. Um, did the Scorpion King and a Netflix show uh, Warrior Nun which I haven't seen, but I think it's on our list. Um, anyway. Yeah, so he's You mean that masterpiece of Scorpion King? Yes. <laughs> uh, That's how see. I know this is going to be good, guys. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's see. David Hader brings imagination, experience, and stealth sneaking skills. <laughs> Gained through successful missions in film, TV, and video games. A unique combination, sure, to make this adventure into Wonderland a successful one for the franchise and the fans. I'm excited to be working with him and know the Alice fans will welcome him with mad affection. McGee said in a statement, uh, I think there, I had a quote from David Hader also too. Yeah. The artwork and just like the way the game looked seemed very interesting and a very cool take on it. It kind of reminds me there's this uh, book series of like um, Dorothy going back to Oz to like kill a bunch of people and stuff that I wonder if that's going to be along kind of the same lines or not having not played the games oh no no no. uh well yeah so the oh here's a quote from the american mcgee's alice and alice madness returns game series is a groundbreaking reimagination of the classic tale said david Hayter. it takes you into the heart of a corrupted wonderland and throws light into shadowy corners the world has never seen i'm beyond excited to bring this world of madness and wonder to a global audience Um, so the the take on it, the, we, the way it starts in the first game is essentially Alice as a young girl. She is in a it's takes place whenever those stories take place, turn of the century, 1800s or something. And she's in an old fashioned mental asylum. Uh, she um, it picks up after the original Alice in Wonderland story. So she has just returned from Wonderland. And she comes home to see her family home has been burned to the ground and her parents, her family died in the fire. And so she loses, she loses her shit. She ends up in a mental asylum. She's an orphan and she kind of retreats in her mind, or at least it kind of leaves you guessing like what's real and what's not because she sees the white rabbit. She retreats into wonderland and it's kind of this psychological tale. Like you're playing through this platformer game and it's her. Yeah. It's kind of part like, Oh, is this real? Or is this just her coping in her mind? um, Dealing with the tragedy of the situation. Um, But yeah, really good stuff. I hope that would be an awesome series to watch on TV. And I think that'd be perfect for a, a TV show. Even just a limited series would be rad. Yeah, sounds really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, pretty much it for like movies and. Yeah, this reminded me of Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm laughing. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, uh, did either of you guys see uh, the the 
news that Dakota Johnson is going to play Madam Webb, which I'm not familiar with this character, but I guess this is going to be on Sony's side of the Marvel universe. Um, I heard the word, the name Madam Webb, and I thought, oh, it's got to be like Spider-Man related in some way. But according to this article, it says Madam Webb is depicted in the comics as an elderly woman with myasthenia gravis and thus was connected to a life support system that looked like a spider web due to her age and medical condition madam web never actively fought any villains for that reason sources have stressed it's possible to the project could turn into something else insiders say due to her psychic sensory powers she's essentially sony's version of dr strange hmm. dr strange or um professor x that's what I was okay. going to yeah. Yeah, I don't really recall that character much. So yeah, is, where, where she it showed up a few times, mostly in Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, but uh, she's 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 like a pre- Professor X. She's precog, clairvoyant, telepathic, that kind of stuff. Okay, that's kind of I interesting. Don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't know too much maybe... about her. Yeah. That is kind of an interesting take. Somebody like old and ill and hospitalized or something, but has incredible psychic ability or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, neat. Um, cool. I haven't really seen her in anything else. I, I, I mean, all I know that she did was those uh, Fifty Shades movies, right? Yeah, she's been in a few other things too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't mind her as an actress. I think she's yeah. she's good depending on the project she's in, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another part of this article was saying uh, <clears throat> Sony's kind of on a hot streak with the uh, with their side of the uh, the Marvel verse is uh, it's another one that I missed. I got to write down and make sure we watch it eventually. The Carnage movie, the second Venom movie, actually did really well in theaters. Still haven't seen it yet either. That's what she, what she was in. Oh, it's a Superior remake. Yeah, she was really good in that, even though I didn't care for the remake. Okay. Um, cool. All right. And last bit of news I got uh, over back in the gaming world. Um, number one, uh, Todd, you've been interested in that uh, Steam Deck from Valve. They're essentially the PC gaming answer to the Nintendo Switch. Yep. Um, and it's it's quite a bit bigger than the Switch, actually. It's it's like right. a good three to, to five inches larger than the Switch. Heavier, too, right? A couple yeah. pounds? A couple yeah. pounds. It's definitely a, a looks definitely like something you want to sit at a table and play it rather than trying to hold it up playing like laying in bed or, or sitting up Walking or something around like that. being mobile. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, they've released it to the, the dev kits out to developers to start working on it. And apparently the, uh, the early word is uh, there. People are getting excited about it. The develop on the developer side, there's just heaps of praise. They're saying, wow, it just, it just works like really good. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> but, Todd Howard. God damn it. <laughs> it just works. <laughs> yep. So yeah. All right, we'll see. That's there's gonna be on sale pretty soon, aren't they? Uh well, you already pre-ordered them. Um, if you haven't pre-ordered them, good luck getting one anytime in the next two or three years. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but there it is. Uh the end of the month, actually, on the twenty eighth the the first units start first to ship batches out. will come out yeah and yeah. so there's there's nothing like no games or have been announced as like 
developed specifically for, but there are a ton, a fucking ton of like already. Uh, it, it's supposed to be a PC in in a handheld. So yeah. literally any almost, I would say like they they've announced like between twenty to to forty percent of Steam's current catalog is already playable on the, on the Steam Deck. It just makes Steam Remote is what I seem to understand, right? Like that's just what it, the whole being called a Steam Deck. You can just Steam your stuff. Well, you can play it natively on it, or you can stream remote from your PC. Oh, okay. So you can do both. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, but doesn't even it has an underlying operating system like? You... Yeah, it's 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 got a a basic uh, Linux operating system. Okay. Or a Steam OS, I think it's called. So they have their own native operating system, basically. Oh, okay. But it's 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 literally a, a handheld PC. Nice. So uh, that'll be fun. And then uh, one other small bit of gaming news we had. Uh, um, finally, some fucking confirmation from Rockstar. Uh, if you're a fan of the GTA games, you know that uh, GTA Three come or GTA. I'm sorry, GTA Five as of next year will be. 10 fucking years old already. Are you serious? <laughs> 10 wow. fucking what? years old. We've had um, multi so in in the first like couple of PlayStations, we had PlayStation 1, we had GTA 1 2. And for PlayStation 2, we had San Andreas, we had uh GTA 3, we had uh Vice City. Mm-hmm. And then for PS4, we had uh GTA 4 and we had GTA 5. Yep. For P- for the entire life of PS4 and now PS5, <laughs> we have only had GTA 6 or GTA 5. GTA 5. We are now finally confirmed that GTA 6 is in development. They haven't said how far along. They have only confirmed that it is, a- a- it is in active development. Jeez. So we're proud to announce that. Though, though. Huh? Just saying how open-ended that statement is. It's in development. We're yeah. working yeah. on it. Development, I don't think yeah. you guys ever saw the script for what GTA 5, but it was like this huge like thing they had that I'm sure took forever just to write and record and do all that. So oh yeah, it's bonkers. I Todd, I remember you playing that here at the yeah. apartment. And <laughs> you spent God knows how long on the character creation screen uh-huh. because it asked you the most insane questions about your character. Like what time of day does your character get up? Like <laughs> what does, what does your character like to watch on TV? How often does your character clip his fucking toenails? Like it was. Yeah. The character creator was kind of insane for it. So, yeah. And I, I do remember that because I remember that was right as I had moved my recliner in uh, to my bedroom. Cause originally we had the recliner out in the living room and then I decided for whatever reason to move the recliner into my bedroom. Yeah. And that was a whole ordeal in itself, but I did it so I could play comfortably uh, play my Xbox and play uh, Grand Theft Auto. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I, I do remember that. <laughs> That's funny. I just remember when that game came out, like moms everywhere went into an uproar. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like they do. 
it, it happens every single time a Grand Theft Auto or any of those style games come out because they have to buy it sight unseen for their little Timmy and then they get it home and their little Timmy is playing for a couple of hours and then suddenly little Timmy is beating up crack whores and they can hear the character saying, fuck, shit, cunt, fuck, fuck. Yep. Because mm-hmm. parents are dumb. <laughs> yeah. And then how dare you allow my little Timmy to, to hear these things and to do these things. Even mm-hmm. though it's rated M for mature, but uh-huh. it did. I, I I did that so much when in my retail days, having to explain to parents, this game is rated M. This game is not appropriate for that small seven-year-old child that you're <laughs> carting around right now. Are my you moment, sure you want to buy this game? <laughs> my moment of having to school parents on something working at Barnes and Noble was when Watchmen, the movie was coming out and all the kids (laughs) wanted to buy the comic book or the comic book adaptation that was like animated, but it was, it was, it's. Oh yeah. They did that. Like, um, it was like a motion comic. Yeah. They did of that in between story. Yeah. But people saw that and thought that that was the movie, Mm -hmm. even though the movie wasn't even out yet. Yeah. And me having to explain to parents why this was very much inappropriate for their 10-year-old kid because the movie was advertised as just another superhero film. Mm -hmm. And the advertising was very misleading. So when these kids were coming up with mom and dad trying to buy all this stuff, I was like, "Um, you probably don't want to get this for your kid. (laughs) Yeah, just all you have to do is tell them in the film there is giant blue penis and it's, (laughs) it's out in the open. Like, there's no, like, you see the full dong. Uh-huh. He drops huge dong there. Well, <laughs> but that was my moment of having to school parents on, you shouldn't let your kids watch this or look at this or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking out for yours. I don't even like kids. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm a dumb teenager working at fucking Kmart. I don't need to be, like, providing you morals yeah <laughs> oh man Jeez. uh another um video game news last but not least this is the last headline i got unless you guys got anything else um going back to the halo verse sony is buying or might have bought at this point now i'm not sure uh bungie yeah but the of halo destiny they are only the creator of halo they no longer own the rights or work on halo so oh, okay. they, they they don't that's still that's still a Microsoft property. Um, they're actually only the creators of uh, their only their only current project right now is uh, Destiny. Yeah. yeah, Andrew, I know you're a big Destiny uh, player, right? Yeah, no, I've actually it was going to load it up before I got your text to to do the podcast that I almost forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, it could be cool. I mean, I don't. They released this big statement of like, is this going to change anything? Are we going to be different? It's like, no, we're just going to do business as normal. There aren't going to be any exclusives. It's not going to be, you know, like just two Sony platforms. They're still going to promote cross play and do all that. So I don't see a lot changing, hopefully. Hopefully that was actually part of the the sale is that they can kind of, I remember, you know, when they split from Activision, there was a big kind of push like yay now Bungie can do their own thing and like you know it's not just going to be a big money grab so mm-hmm. hopefully that can continue i think destiny 2 is gone you know in a really good position i'm excited for the next release in just what a couple days now two weeks 
of their next big expansion. So that will hopefully be really good too. So could be really interesting. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, and Sony is definitely looking to get back in the MMO game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, 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 they're trying to become a major studio again after they kind of died and became a non-entity in the uh, studio world. Um, How did they uh, falling out with uh, Kojima and Konami and, well, not just that, but like they had they had Sony Online Entertainment SOE, mm-hmm. um, which was huge back in. This is actually kind of funny because uh, it was huge back in the day. They had a bunch of games, and they had their flagship was uh, was Star Wars Galaxies. Was, was it was EverQuest even on SOE for a while? Uh, no, I think EverQuest was its own thing the whole time. Okay, hmm. but I mean, as uh, EverQuest was one of the the big three back in the day. So we had we had. Uh, Star Wars Galaxies, EverQuest, and World of Warcraft. Those were the big three MMOs back in the day. And and Sony ran Star Wars Galaxies until they ran it into the fucking ground and it collapsed and kind of killed the studio. Um, It was groundbreaking and it was an amazing MMO, which I have actually recently been playing again. Um, The game itself is dead, but there have been fan recreations of it. And the latest one came out uh, sometime late last year called uh star wars uh, star wars galaxies uh, let me pull it up here restoration three which uh, it kind of takes it uh, it kind of uh takes the game back to around the midpoint of development right around where the height of the popularity was okay takes some elements of the, the the new combat upgrade and some elements of the old but this is it's it was so amazing i don't know if i could recommend it now mm-hmm. Like it was groundbreaking back in like the early two thousands, mm. but right now playing it, it's jank as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you always, that's the tricky thing with going back to those nostalgic things that are near and dear to you. Cause you were there in the beginning where like, if you tell somebody, Oh, go, go play the original Knights of the old Republic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, it's this groundbreaking immersive RPG. Like, like yeah not so much anymore <laughs> yeah like there there's there's amazing aspects to it like the class system is completely op- open-ended there's no rigid like traditional rpg class this system that you're stuck to like you can completely build out your character as you want like some of the animations are really good some of the like the the units like the the creatures that they came up with are really really cool and unique and the the models look good the character models look good but like the animations are janky as fuck the ui is awful like the quest system is weird like it's just it's it's it had its time yeah. It's yeah, more it a product like, of when it was released. Yeah, it's definitely a product of, of when it was released. If you are a fan of the original one and you do want that nostalgic kick, I would say give it a try. But if you've never played Star Wars Galaxies, don't don't bother. Don't bother. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, in the Magic the Gathering universe, the next release is going to return to the plane of Kamigawa, which I think is going to be really cool because uh, neither of you guys played or are familiar with it at all, correct? No, I, I was up I, to the, the Tempest cycle. Okay. I, was every, I, was, I was from, I didn't, I played Home, I think Homelands was like the second expansion second or third expansion one of those i think second maybe i played from homelands up until tempest 
okay. then I came back like a couple years ago when when Tony, Meg, and you and I played a few times. Mm -hmm. I, I I bought like three or four boxes, and then haven't haven't been able to play. And then the Rona fucking happened, and then I I yeah. saw I, I was actually going to my local game store and playing uh, on their uh, Friday night tournaments. Yeah, nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in the uh, originally, I think this was probably early 2000s is when this plane was first kind of introduced to the game. And it was kind of cool. Feudal Japan with like, you know, samurais and ninjas and spirits and stuff like that. Oni, what have you. And Isn't that when they started with the planeswalkers too, the specific planeswalkers? Uh, it was a little bit after that. I think it was maybe the next big expansion after that, but it was pretty close to that. Yeah. Hmm. And now there's like... Uh, I don't know, it's a, it's very much like a neoned out art style with like uh, they've included like uh, like I think there's like bike gangs now and and it just it looks really more futuristic so it's going in a really cool direction and I'm hoping that there'll mm -hmm. be some good cards I haven't looked at all the spoilers yet but hopefully there's a this set'll be a good addition. That was a fun round we played uh, at uh, Mike's birthday. Uh, I I liked his uh, werewolf deck that he let me play. It was fun. No, it was really fun. Like I to this, I was just thinking about this earlier today. I am still so proud of Shannon that she knew to tell her sister, no, don't keep an opening hand with just one land. Mulligan until you have at least two, if not three. <laughs> because you have to get that opening mana, otherwise you're just that's, gonna fall out. That's the biggest and, rookie mistake is is not having <laughs> enough land. I was literally like, it almost brought a tear to my eye. I'm like, you're ready. You know, I've Your face so was like total shock mode. Like, <laughs> did those that. words just come out of my wife's mouth? Because <laughs> like, I cannot love you more than I love you in this moment. I literally could not have said it better myself. She just yeah. nailed it. And I was like, that's my my wife. Yeah. Uh, full bore out. You lit up like the, <laughs> the, like I have in the one or two times Meg has actually said anything about finance and investing. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, but that was fun. I hope we can do another big game like that because that was a lot of fun. Maybe another game night, you know, when there's, you know, five or six of us, we can just end it on a, a game till everyone fizzles out and doesn't want to play anymore. Yeah, for sure. Todd, you're going to have to make a journey. Absolutely. And then we'll, we'll, we'll watch Jackass while we play Magic. Yes, that's a perfect <laughs> background. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, I think we're creeping up on two hours here. So uh, Yeah, getting close. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? Um... Agreed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, thank you. Live long and prosper. Yes. Come on, Tony. You got to come up with a clever sign-off tonight. Yeah, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Next week. <laughs> Fuck you, Lloyd. <laughs> oh, God. That's a... That's, that's a, a callback. That's like a 10-year-old inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think this is 10 years, actually. We started the podcast, the original version of the podcast, at the end of 2012, right after oh. we moved to Orange County. Yeah. Yeah. In the bowling alley bar. Wow. My God. If you can figure out the date, we should go back to the bowling we alley. We should go back to the bowling alley yeah. for our anniversary yeah. episode. You still have that that uh, fucking recorder that we used to use? Oh, the little digital recorder? Yeah, I think I still have it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Uh, we're old. Yeah, we are. <laughs> There's your sign off. Thank you for joining, guys. We're old nerds. Ah, <laughs> Back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day. We had three Star Wars movies. <laughs> we we played D and D with pen and paper for fuck's sake. Back in my day, you passed around a tape of people talking on it on a cassette tape of record, and you rewind it, and you listen to it, then you'd give it to the next guy. Yes, and you had to you had to sign on on the telephone wire to American <laughs> Online, and you spent thirty minutes downloading a picture a sexy picture of agent <laughs> scully <laughs> or pamela anderson whichever type you were into at that time yes <laughs> oh god all right guys we're out of here this is tony <laughs> this is todd allegedly <laughs> and meg uh <laughs> there she hey was. meg how was your week <laughs> well